Well, today is our our last message in um, our series of the 50 plus one another's and that we've been looking at this summer, uh, such as build one another, be members of one another, encourage one another. And today we're looking at the blessing as well as the challenge to be devoted to one another. And at the same time, I, I want to point out that today and and not coincidentally, but but truly, this is our, our life group Sunday that we want to stress the importance of our small group ministry. And um, we need a, a community. We need a group that can come alongside us as we seek to uh, continue to pursue Christ in our lives through the ups and down. And that is what we heard from Alfred this morning. His story of, of Preston who, who didn't give up on him. Uh, he was dedicated to pointing Alfred to Christ, listening to him, discipling him, asking him questions. Again, that was devotion. Well, this idea of devotion is truly attractive to each of us, isn't it? That we all want and desire to be desired. Uh, we want to know that we are valuable, that we are worthy, that we are desirable. At the same time, uh, we want to have those around us who are loyal to us. Well, there was a fascinating study uh, that I recently read on the principle of the golden rule. And we know the golden rule as, is as do unto others as we would hope they would do to us. And this was put together by the Institute for Child Behavior Research. Well, each person uh, involved in the study was asked to list 10 uh, people who they knew best and label them as happy or as unhappy. And then they were to go through the list again after they labeled those and uh, to label each one either as selfish or as unselfish. And what they found uh, through that, that just simple study was that the people labeled, um, uh, they found that the people that also who were happy were also labeled unselfish. And so the, 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 they simply concluded that the happiest people were those who were devoted to others. And so this morning, the question that I, I want to pose and ask is, do you see the same connection between uh, joy and devotion. Are you committed to others? Are you, are you devoted to others? And are others devoted to you? And whatever your answer may be, we need to ask though, uh, how as the people of God, how can we truly be devoted to each other? For I truly believe it is essential for us to find that, to know that, to be affirmed in that. And that is what we've been doing this summer as we've looked at these one another's. We need that kind of community. Well, as we kind of wrestle through this question today, let's, let's start in a word of prayer as we seek the Lord. Let us pray. Lord, gracious God, I thank you so much. You are God that loves us, that pursues us. God, thank you for Alfred's story and a God who 
didn't give up on him either. God, we ask that you would work in our hearts this morning, that we would understand your truth, your grace, and your devotion. Bless this time, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, our, our passage today comes from Romans twelve ten, and you can follow along in your YouVersion app on your smartphone or device, um, but you also can look in the, uh, the, the Bible in front of you in, in the chair. But it comes from Romans twelve ten, and Paul gives us a list of um, um, a reminders in this section of text. But in, in this section, Paul says, be devoted to one another out of brotherly love. So Paul tells us, okay, we look at this passage, Paul tells us that we are to be devoted, to be committed, to be loyal to one another out of this brotherly love. And this, the word brotherly love comes from the word Philadelphia, a Greek word. And it, what it does is it describes this kind of devotion which is defined as a love of mutuality. For this word literally means through the same womb. In other words, Paul is illustrating how the church is to be like a Christian family. So in other words, we are all brothers from another mother. And sisters too. But Paul is saying we are to be devoted to one another. As a family of God. Well, easier said than done. And unfortunately, the reality for some of us is our model of the family is not healthy. We may have not grown up in, in a loving, unconditional, secure home. Or we have learned habits and values that are not of God. But the, the, the good news this morning is that the, the church is to be a reparenting organism. We are to bring emotional and spiritual healing to those who have grown up in unhealthy homes. Because strong, mature families create strong, mature churches. And strong, mature churches create strong and mature families. I believe that statement is a true testament to this church. So I want to look at a, an example this morning of that kind of community, that kind of brotherly love community. And so we're going to look at Acts 2, verses 42 through 47. It's a commentary on the birth of the early church, a, and a, a, just a great model for us. Now, as we look at this, uh, now keep in mind that this is just after Pentecost, the, the promise of the Holy Spirit that Jesus promised uh, fell upon the disciples, upon that community. And also, consequently, what happened was there was these, this overflow of converts that came to know Christ. And so then we pick up the text from here. It says, but in Acts 2, 42, it says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the, to the fellowship, and to the breaking of bread and prayer. prayer. Everyone was filled with awe and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. Selling their possessions and goods, they gave to anyone as he had need. 
Well, I want to say that this is a, a great a, example of the importance of discipleship. But also a, a wonderful example of devotion. They were all in. And the first thing it says is that they were devoted to the, the apostles' teaching. But they were also devoted to the fellowship. They were devoted to this graciously rich community, to the church, to those around them. See, these guys were committed to each other. Well, as we read this, I also think that for, for us, it's either inspiring or it's fearful. You know, to think about ourselves in their shoes and, and devoted to each other to the point of, of sacrifice, of selflessness, and for some, uh, great expense. But despite what they had individually, they had everything in common. So I don't know, you know, about you, but when I read this, it's easy to read it, but it's hard to even think about living out uh, because I want to be comfortable. I don't know about you. I want to give the excess of of my money. And as for my time, I only want to give what, what I might have left over. Oh, and how about my resources, what I have? I, I don't want to give away something that actually I might need. But beyond that, I, want, I don't want to get hung up on that. Beyond that, what we need to see, though, is their devotion to each other. Well, the question is, how then can we live this out? How can we be devoted to one another's out of brotherly love? Well, first, let me suggest that it first starts with a decision. Pretty easy, huh? Decision? But sometimes it's going to be harder than that. We have to decide to be devoted to one another. It must become our ever-present goal, just like Preston did for Alfred. He made a decision to be devoted to him. Well, as our theme verse also reminds us uh, in our series that we are to be imitators of God in Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. Therefore, as dearly loved children, live a life of love as just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. We can also look to what Jesus did and, and, and also our call to be imitators of him. How devoted was Jesus to us? He died for us. We are to model that, that kind of devotion, what it means to pick up our cross daily and follow after him. He was devoted. But to imitate Jesus for for us, it it really has to start with that decision to simply be devoted to one another. And so the question is, what about you? Have you decided who you are going to be devoted to? And if not, what is holding you back from that kind of devotion? Is it fear? Is it rejection? Is it your past? Is it just commitment? What holds you back from making that decision? Do you have others you are devoted to? Well, what I like about this uh, early church as well is that they were not only devoted to one another, but they had a purpose. 
They were, uh, they were, it wasn't just a social group. It wasn't just to play cards on a Friday night. I don't think they had cards back then, but uh, you may correct me on that. But they were devoted, though, to growing spiritually. Not only were they devoted to the apostles' teaching, that, what it said earlier, but it says in verse 46 that every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. You see, this early church was committed, but they, but they would meet in the temple courts each day. And I would call this our, our, the large group gathering. But they also would, would break bread in the homes as well, which I would call the small group gathering. You see, they had that both large and small group gatherings. And I want to point out as well as if we look at verse 41, it says that 3,000 came to faith that day. Great problem to have, huh? But what did they do? It says that they, um, they were devoted to the apostles' teaching. You see... Um, they gathered in the large groups to grow in their relationship with God. They also grew, they also gathered in their small groups to, uh, to grow in their relationship with God. And so I would say be, beyond our, our, the decision piece that we, we talked about, in order for us to be devoted as followers of Jesus Christ, we also need determination to grow. You see, we have to stick with our, uh, our devotion and follow through in order to, to grow in our walk with Jesus. We need others to encourage us. We need others to challenge us. We need others to come alongside us for us to grow. But do we have others who are devoted like brothers? Well, if you come to worship on a Sunday morning, that is wonderful. But my encouragement to you is as well to find a place that is like that small group that can come alongside you to challenge you, to encourage you, to, to meet with you, to share your life with those who you can break bread together with. But we need that determination in order to grow spiritually. Well, what about, what else does the early church teach us? It says what I love about the early church is that it wasn't just about them as well. Their devotion wasn't just about them. It wasn't self-focused. But rather, this, this early church, they reached out. They were missional. And in verse 47, it says, they were praising God, and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. So as we are to be devoted to one another, we also need to be devoted to being missional. Going further in mission together. As we go f- deeper in Christ, we are to go further in mission And as we see in the text, they sold their possessions and goods and gave to anyone who had need. You see, this was a community that was bent on outreach. It wasn't about them. And what I get a sense in the text as well is that consequently, people were attracted 
to that. They were attracted to that authenticity. They were attracted to those who are living out their faith. Those who are sold out for Jesus. And consequently, it says that, that uh, the Lord added to their number daily. I would say it was because of their attractive faith. So I would say that with a, a, that with a decision and with determination, but the hope for all of us is that we would also be a demonstration. See, demonstration is when the outside will see that devotion in you. At the same time, they will see that complete devotion in Jesus Christ. So I was, I was thinking about this. So I, I was thinking of a, a prayer or a, a vision of just saying, oh, do I wish that the church of America would be sold out for Jesus? Wouldn't that be attractive? Wouldn't that be inspiring to the world around us? That those around us would see us as Christians, as people totally sold out, devoted to one another, but totally devoted to Jesus Christ. That we wouldn't just give out of abundance, but that we would give out of our love for others. And that those watching us would, would, uh, would not see what we're against, but would see the love that we have for each other. But are you devoted missionally? Well, as we have talked what it means to be devoted to one another, and as I mentioned that it is our life group Sunday in Ephesus to just touch on our life groups. Um, I believe that this is exactly what our life groups are about. Our life groups are about uh, being devoted to one another and connected to one another, being a community, being that small group that meets together. But it is also a, a group that is devoted to growing spiritually, going into the, you know, diving into the scripture, exploring the scriptures. But it's also about what it means to be missional. And going in mission together. Well, just as we are to be devoted to one another, I, I encourage you to be in a small group. Find a small group. And uh, we are uh, happy to say that we are doing a, a launch this next few weeks. Starting September 8th, we are going to be launching a, a series. And in your program today, there is a, a little... Um, Looking for mine here. Don't even have it. Um, there is a little flyer. And it might be up on the screen. There's some pictures too of just uh, some life groups and so forth. Thank you, David. Um, but I want to give you an invitation that, that um, we're going to be starting just in a few weeks. It's a, uh, we call it, it'll be a part of our sermon series as uh, well as something that you can do as a life group. A small group, a, a, a group that meets in someone's home during the week, a, a group of 8 to, to 15 individuals who are, are dedicated to, to, again, to being together, growing spiritually, and going missionally. And so as you see some of the pictures here, of some of the outreach we've done, some of the life groups and some of their homes, um, 
before I talk a little bit more about this, I thought it'd be kind of fun just to just to get a little visual here. If you um, if you are in a life group or have been in a life group, would you would you just please stand? And so we can see a little bit of a visual of people who are dedicated and who have done this or are doing this. Awesome. Thank you for standing and, and so we can recognize that. We have we've have close to 400 people um, in this church who are a part of a life group. We meet during the week. We, we have close to, we have 34 or 35 groups right now. We're going to be starting some, some new groups through this study. And so if you've ever wanted to just get into a group and be a part of knowing other people and being devoted to others, truly this is an opportunity for you. Um, we're going to, Paul is going to come out um, and he's going to lead us in a, in a song. I really think this has been our prayer this summer, that we would be about devotion, that we'd be devoted to one another as we've looked at these one another's this summer. And so if you'd like to, to fill this out, and um, the ushers are, are in the back, I, I hope they, they know this. If not, they're going to they're gonna hurt me. Um, anyways, uh, they have the uh, uh, baskets, and if, they, uh, if you fill this out, they're going to come either forward or, or, and uh, pick up your card and so forth. And um, love for you to consider truly an opportunity, truly an opportunity for you to grow together, grow in your walk, and grow missionally. May God bless you as we worship, as we continue to seek what it means to be devoted to one another.